Welcome to 2017. We've been talking about Rise Up and what a, what a ride it has been. If you weren't here last Sunday, I, I encourage you to uh, check out the message. This week's Life Journal reading, if you're reading with us in the Life Journal, and the Life Journal is blank pages, okay? It doesn't have anything in it. What you do is you read the Bible, and then you write things in your Life Journal. You go through the reading plan. Uh, some of you have picked up a reading plan out here, uh, which we read last year. This year, I'm personally going through the entire Bible. I'm going on the YouVersion Bible app, which you can download on your smartphone. And instead of going to a piece of paper and then going back and reading and going to another piece of paper, there's an actual life journal uh, reading plan on YouVersion. And so all you have to do is just click on that, start the plan, and you can read through the entire Bible with us if you'd like to do that this year. The Life Journals are $5 just to cover the cost. And um, anyway, pick one up and start, start a, a reading plan that will affect your life, not just now, but forever. Amen. Anyway, one of the, one of the readings, uh, one of the scriptures that jumped out at me was in Genesis 11, verse 6. And it says this, and this is God speaking. Look, he said, the people are united. Somebody say united. And they all speak the same language. Look, the people are united and they all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible for them. You see, when you get united and you begin to speak the same language... You, you enter into a realm where things aren't impossible anymore because there's power in unity. There's power in speaking the same language. And this is why the enemy of your soul, the enemy of your marriage, the enemy of your life wants you to live in disunity. He wants you to not speak the same language. He wants to get you and your partner, your spouse, your friend, your family member to the point where you can't even communicate with one another. You can say ouch or amen. I don't know what you want to do there. But it's true. And the enemy is working overtime to get us disunified and speaking different languages. Now, this is the account where, where God confused their languages, sent them in different directions, and they couldn't build the Tower of Babel. Because and, and, um, when you're confused with, with speaking to one another, then you can't unify and you can't do things together. Kind of like when we go to the DR and Bob tries to speak Spanish. He's amazing. He says... Bricks, bricks, bricks. <laughs> kind of like that, wasn't it? El Smudo. El Smudo, that's what it is. <laughs> but he does have a Spanish dictionary. He's like, El Smudo over hero. 
That's it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. And I, I, uh, I'm excited about the possibility of, of uh, everyone being united and all speaking the same language. And, and one of those pieces of language that God spoke to us last year and said, this is the year to rise up. It's, it's rise up. Um, it's a song that, that God gave to our team as they went on a songwriting retreat last January. And uh, that song resonated. And, and as we were moving towards the end of the year and praying and saying, God, what do you want to say for next year? He just kept uh, pushing rise up into, into my spirit. Rise up, it's, it's not just a nice, cute little saying. It's not a, it's not a slogan. It's, it's not anything that, that uh, we just kind of came up with. But I believe it's a mandate from God. Um, it, it's time for us to rise up and see the lost found and to see them rise up a mighty army. It's time to rise up to our potential. It's time to rise up against the enemy and take a stand. It's time to, to rise up in 2017. I'm, I'm going to declare today the power place is going to rise up in 2017. Amen. We're going to go to new heights. We're going to go to new depths. We're going to widen our abilities, and, and God is going to use us. In, in ways that we've not seen before. Last week, we looked at 2 Kings chapter 4, where the Shunammite woman and her husband prepared a place for the man of God, Elisha. She opened her home and her life for blessing, and, and she prepared a way for blessing, and she received more than she ever dreamed she would receive. She didn't ask for a son, but God blessed her beyond what she could have imagined. She was well beyond the uh, childbearing years, and yet God said, you're going to have a son. And that son was the posterity that would, would follow her and her family. And, and I said it last week, and I'll say it again. When the enemy of your soul sees blessing, he goes after that hardcore. He can't stand it when the people of God are blessed. Your blessing is a magnet to the enemy. So don't be shocked. Don't be dismayed. Don't be, oh, I'm being attacked. Of course you're being attacked. Enjoy that. Revel in the fact that God has blessed you and the enemy can't stand up. He can't take it. And so it's time to rise up and fight the good fight. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the principalities, the powers, the dark forces of this, this evil world. And so it's time to rise up to, to take a stand and fight the good fight. The enemy is trying to destroy all hope, all life, all courage to move forward. And I said there are hopes and dreams that have been shattered, plans that have been thwarted, life that has been snuffed out, homes that are being devastated. And the enemy is thrilled about this. He's working overtime. It's time to rise up. It's time to take back ground that the enemy has stolen. It's time to do something we've never done before to see miracles take place. What the enemy meant for evil, God is turning for good. 
Lord, open our eyes to see that. What was once dead can live again. Tell your neighbor that. What was once dead can live again. Elisha didn't just pray. He stretched himself out on the child. He did something out of the ordinary that sparked the miraculous. And he didn't just stop when the child grew warm again. He rose up and pressed on until there was new life. And I, I, I asked the question last week, and I'll ask it again today. What is God calling you to do as you rise up to see dead things live again? What out of the ordinary that you haven't done before, something that, that's never been done before in your life, what is God asking you to do to step into a new realm of, of the miraculous? It's outside of our comfort zone. What do we need to do that will bring life again? What do we need to do if we persevere break through and don't give up. What does that look like for you? I believe this is your year to rise up. Do something you've never done before. For some of you, that's 21 days of fasting. It's like eating a salad for 21 days. You, you think I'm thrilled about that, right? I'm not. But I'm serious. And I'm serious with God, and I'm serious with some stuff in my life. For some of you, you need to name your fast. You need to put a, a, a name on it, an address, a place, what you're asking God for, and begin to believe God for more than you've ever seen before. It's time to trust Him. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. God is calling us to new heights and new levels. Trust has to be restored in the Lord. Trust him. He has your best interests in mind. Even in death, he's working all things together for your good. Even though it looks dead, he's working all things together for your good. Trust in him. It'll bring you new strength. Trusting in him will cause you to soar high above whatever is causing you trouble. Trusting in him... You'll catch the updraft of the winds that were sent to destroy you and bring you down, and you'll, you'll rise up on wings like eagles. When you trust in him, he'll allow you to run and not grow weary. You should be dead tired by now, but you're still going. you still got some perseverance and endurance. you still got some longevity in you. God, God has given you supernatural strength. And when you can't run any longer, you're, you're just able to take one step at a time. You'll walk and you won't grow faint. At whatever level you are, God said, I'll be with you. You trust in me, and we'll do this one step at a time. You're not going down. Tell your neighbor, you're not going down. You are not going down. Hallelujah. You are not going down. And so we looked at 2 Kings chapter 4, and one of the verses that, that God used in our life very strongly with Christy and her cancer as she opened the, the Bible and the spotlight was on this verse but she said it will be alright Christy said I need a word from you God 
And as the, the light shone and she put her finger on the verse, God said, she said, it will be all right. Yes, the woman told Gehazi, everything is fine. And everything wasn't fine. The, the kid was dead. The child was dead. But this is what trust in the Lord looks like. And I remind you once again, it may not look fine, but everything is fine. It, it may look dead, but God is still on the throne. And we're going to press in for a miracle. And that's why we're here. That's why we're still here. To rise up and fight for a death-defying miracle. Hallelujah. You know, the enemy tried to, to shut Christy up. All he did was rile her up. Amen. She's louder now than she's ever been. If you have your Bibles, if not, it'll be on the screen. But Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come. Arise, rise up, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. When you rise up and begin to shine, God's glory reflects off of you. And nations and kings will be drawn to you like bugs to a light bulb in the middle of July. Come on. There's, there's something about the radiance of God's glory that, that draws people to us. And God is calling us as his people to arise, to rise up and begin to shine, not with your glory, but with the glory of Almighty God. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord will rise upon you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's time to rise up in 2017, shine with His brightness. It's time to fix some things in your life. Tell your neighbor, it's time to fix some things. I didn't hear you. Tell your neighbor, it's time to fix some things. Tell them louder. They didn't hear you. It's time to fix some things. It's time to fix some things. Fix your mind on things above. Fix your priorities. Fix your finances. Get a budget. Tell your money where to go instead of wondering where your money went. It's time to fix some things. Fix a time with the Lord. Schedule it. Put it on your calendar. Let your phone wake you up. Say, hey, it's time to be with the Lord. First things first. It's time to fix some time with the Lord. It's time to fix some priorities in your marriage. It's time to fix some priorities in your life. You may be asking God for more provision when he may not 
you may not need more provision. You may need to simply fix your priorities. You don't need more stuff. You need to know what to do with the stuff you got. You don't need more time. You need to prioritize the time you have. God gave you the hours you needed. You just wasted the hours he gave you. Huh? Take a toll. Fix some things this year. It's time. Don't waste what God gives you. Don't be someone who, when opportunity knocks, you complain about the noise. Take the opportunity of time and use it to its fullest. Redeem the time. Use what God has given you to accomplish what he's called you to accomplish. It's time to fix some things in 2017. It's time to fix your giving. God wants your hand open so you're not holding on to stuff that's ultimately holding on to you. It's interesting, the word tithe simply means tenth. You have how many fingers? Ten. And as you open those ten, you make a way to receive what God wants to put in your hands. Trust God. Trust has to be restored. Doesn't take trust or faith in God to give him what's left. It takes trust and faith in God to give his tenth first. I told you, I, I'm your friend. I'm here to help you. Some of you didn't have anybody teach you this as a child. I did. And I've lived with with the blessing in my life all these years because I've never had to hold on to stuff. When my parents gave me a dime, they gave it to me in pennies. I got an allowance. What does that even mean? I'm going to allow you to have something, I guess. And so they gave me 10 pennies or five, a nickel and five pennies, and they let me say this, this penny is God's penny. And I would put it in the little church bank that I had. Boom. Now, you get to spend all the other nine pennies. Like, yes. <laughs> or when they would give me a dollar. Quarter was a little different because it was a little tricky, right? How do you do two and a half cents? You always bump it up, right? Yeah. So you're giving three cents out of it. Okay. Then when I would get a dollar... They would give it to me in dimes so I could take one dime and place it in the church bank, which I would take to church on Sunday. And I was raised with, with this understanding, brother. I was raised with this understanding. God owns it all. He's just asking you to give him one-tenth of, of what he's blessed you with so that he can bless the 90% and 
to go farther than the 100% would have gone without his blessing. And I didn't question that as a child, and so I understood it. It, it was a principle of God. And so I, I'm here to help you do that. So don't, don't give God what's left. Give him his first, and that's what he asked for the first fruits. You're the only one that can remove the lid off of your life. You're the only one that can remove the lid off of your life. God wants to flow through you without limits. So it's time to remove the lids. It, it's time to remove the limits. It's not just about money. God wants to blow the limits off of your life in blessing, in favor, in fresh ideas, in creativity. He just wants to blow the lid off of your life. So trust him. It's time to rise up. For some of us, it's time to do something we've never done before so we can see things we've never seen before. Amen. Now let me close with this. And this is why I'm here today. That was pre-stuff. Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel 37 when God spoke to me about rise up, he took me to this scripture. It's been burning in my spirit for several months now. I believe it's prophetic. I believe it's for us today. And I believe if you will grasp a hold of it and do what God asks you to do, you will see the miraculous happen in your life and in some dead situations. Ezekiel 37, the Lord took hold of me and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. Somebody say bones. Dim bones, dim bones, dim. Dry bones, dim bones, dim bones, dim. Dry bones, them bones, them bones, them dry bones. I hear the word of the Lord. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried up completely dried out. Then he asked me, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? O oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. And then he said to me, Speak, Speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, Dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, 
I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you'll know that I'm the Lord. So, I spoke this message just as he told me. And suddenly, as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. And then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones and then skin formed to cover their bodies but they still had no breath in them. They were the walking dead. And then he said to me, speak. Speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath, from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So, I spoke the message as he commanded me. And breath came into their bodies. I wish I could have been there that day. This is one of the videos I want to see when I get to heaven. I want to watch this one. I want to put it on rewind and play it again and again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. They rose up, a great army. They were dead. They were not just dead, they were dry. They were disconnected. There was no life to be found. There was nothing there that said life. But God said, speak. Speak a prophetic word to them. And as I began to speak, bone came to bone. Bone came to bone. And eventually there was a skeleton standing. Then it began to be covered with flesh. And still it was dead. Some of you are in that place right now. You're thinking, there's no possible way. Even though they look, they're dead. This, this, This is dead. This situation, there's no possible resurrection here. There's no way this can come back to life. God says, speak. Speak a prophetic message. Speak what I tell you to speak. Don't say anything on your own. Speak what I tell you to say. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Let it come out of your mouth. Begin to speak prophetic words. Bone came to bone. Skin began to cover. Flesh came. Muscles and sinew and tissue began to cover every bone. And God said, Prophesy to the wind. Say, oh breath, 
come and fill this dead, dry skeleton. You see, some of you are in that place right now. In fact, you, you even said it this week. It, there's no hope. It's dead. Done. And God says, can these bones live? Is it possible? So I was reading the Life Journal reading this week. God said to Abraham and Sarah, is anything too hard for the Lord? Anything. Name your impossibility. Look at it and say, there's no possible way. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is that too hard for the Lord? He spoke the world into existence. He said, let there be light and So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and the breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood upon their feet, a great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. They're saying, We have become, and, and so many of you are saying this in your own life, in every situation, you'll go, We've become old and dead, and it, there's just no hope here. become old dry bones all hope is gone our nation is finished our business is finished our marriage is finished our family is finished our you just put your little word in there God says no 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 it's not done but it's up to you to do something Therefore prophesy to them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. It may look hopeless. It may look like everything's done and over. But this is what the sovereign Lord says. Oh, my people, I will open your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. And I will bring you back to the land of Israel. When this happens, O oh my people, you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you. You will live again and return home to your own land. Then you'll know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I've done what I said. Yes, the Lord has spoken. Stand with me, please. up in 2017 this family is going to rise up a mighty army the dead dry lifeless bones are going to come to life and rise up a mighty army we're going to do some things we've never done before we're going to see some results we've never seen before we're going to see some miracles we've never seen before this is our time this is our mandate all hope is not gone we're not finished 
our graves will open up. We will rise again. His spirit will breathe new life in us and we will live again. And it's not just for us corporately. It's for you personally. It's for your family. It's for your business. It's for your marriage. It's for your life. God is saying, rise up. Speak what I tell you to speak. Speak prophetically. Speak prophetically. Speak prophetically. Speak into that situation. Speak into that situation. Don't listen to the voices around you. Only listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit of God and speak into that situation. Speak life and then speak to the wind. It's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come and breathe new life. It's going to come and breathe new life. Graves are going to open up. Graves are going to open up. Resurrection power is going to flow. That which seemed to be finished, that which seemed to be over, that which seemed to have no hope at all left, there's no life, no ability to come back to life. God says, I'm going to breathe into this situation. I'm going to breathe into this situation. You speak it, and I will breathe. You speak it, and I will bring the dead bones back together. You speak it. You speak it. You speak it, and I will do the miraculous. You do your part. I will do my part. 